I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Thin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to ThinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word SID. My next guest right now has turned out to be one of my best friends. I love him. Always loved his father, the great mayor, 3 o'clock every day on this station, Woody Giuliani. But now Andrew, Andrew's my man, his beautiful wife, Z, his adorable daughter, Grace. I love the whole family. Here he is. My friend Andrew Giuliani. Good morning, Andrew. Sid, good morning. I got to tell you, you know, yesterday was Grace's one-year-old uh, birthday. We had a great time for her, and, uh, and, you know, it was just nice as the biggest fair-weather soccer fan <laughs> in the country to be able to jump on this bandwagon for the first time in eight years and actually care about soccer for the next four days. It's yeah, like you, right? Now, listen, yeah, it's, it is it right? is very cool that the Americans beat Iran on lovely Grace's birthday. That's very cool. And, and I watched the whole game yesterday, and I am rooting hard. I look for any reason to support my country. I'll watch the game against Netherlands, but I don't care. You can talk to your blue in the face that sport is almost impossible to watch. Impossible. Well, I said it yesterday. Look, I may be a fair-weather soccer fan, but I'm a diehard American. Right. That's exactly right. We're supporting right. the red, white, and blue, yeah. and it's great. You know, that's what sports is all about. It's about getting together, whether you're Jewish, Christian, whether you're white, black, uh, whether you're Jewish, whether, whether you're, you know, whether you're from uh, – uh, massive, uh, you know, whether you have a ton of money, whether you don't, to be able to get behind a country, to be able to get behind a city like that, with all the divisiveness in sports recently, it's just nice to be able to get behind Agreed. one team, and we're on the same, we're on the same page. Yeah, no, we are. Uh, what is a worst crime? What is a worse crime, Andrew Giuliani? Committing quadruple homicide, like somebody did in Idaho, or criticizing Donald Trump. In your eyes, what is a worse crime? Because lately I'm starting to feel like they're about equal. Well, I would say this. Obviously, I think you need to answer the question right there. But let's let's put it this way. I think what I want from Trump is I want Trump in uh, – if you go to these Trump rallies, you'll see Trump in, in the old Rambo, uh, big flags of Trump as Rambo there, shooting the machine gun out saying, you know, Trump's here to take back the country and all that stuff. Well, I think about it as a little bit of a different Sylvester Stallone set of movies. I want Trump as Rocky Three and Rocky Four. If you remember the first couple Rockies, Rocky was out there getting punched in the face all the time by Apollo. He'd let his arm, he'd let his right arm down, and he'd let him punch him in the face, all that. If Trump needs to come back in 2024 chiseled, ready to go, and unfortunately, I think the dinner that he had just about a week ago with Kanye and, and with this uh, terrible anti-Semite, Nick Fuentes, I think, unfortunately, that's a little bit like him letting his guard down and even punching himself in the face. Oh, let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there because you and yeah. your dad are forever loyal to Donald Trump. You worked in Donald Trump's White House for four years. Much like me, you're still a Trump guy. You would vote for Donald Trump tomorrow. But let me stop you right there because 
that was Andrew Giuliani being very critical of Trump, saying that he made a huge mistake, maybe even punched himself in the face. You were just critical of Donald Trump, and guess what? You should be, because what you said is exactly right. Well, I've said this, Sid, I think, since he made his announcement, before his announcement even, right? He is trying out for the job title of serving us as president of the United States. And I think that's the most important thing. And so that's why I always think an open competition is good. I know there are a lot of people that say, he announced you have to give it to him. But I think more than anything, he needs to earn this, just like any other public servant needs to earn this, just like Lee needed to earn the nomination, just like Lee did everything he possibly could. And honestly, if we were in a state that was that only had 1.8 Democrats to every one Republican. Lee would be the governor of the state of New York. Um, and, and so for me, it's a, it's a matter of seeing, is Trump going to focus on the issues? Is he going to be able to go into Iowa, to North Carolina, to New Hampshire, to South Carolina, to all these places that he needs to in these early states, and actually focus on how he's going to make America better instead of these, you know, the sidetrack that we've seen? And, and I could see why you have some people like Peter King, who, who are going in there and being critical of him because he seems to make these unforced errors all the time. Uh, if he focuses on the issues uh, and he uses his charm, which we know is second to none, uh, then he'll be the next nominee. It's, it's, it's that simple. Well, but, well, but it's not that simple. It's not that simple because these unforced errors you're talking about, Andrew, Back in 2016, he could sustain them because he was new and shiny, and we all hated Obama and Clinton, and he was, like I said, new and shiny. He can sustain those. I think you'd agree, as a rational political analyst, he cannot sustain those in 2022, 2023. So it's not the same. He's got to be even smarter now than he was six years ago, and what he did last Saturday was beyond stupid. It, it's simple if he's disciplined. Obviously, what he did last week was undisciplined, uh, and we've seen that undisciplined. So if, that, if he's going to continue to make kind of unforced errors like that, then it's going to open up the field. Uh, the one thing I, I can say right now is it's tough for me to envision anybody but Trump or DeSantis being the nominee in 2024. I, I've been thinking this through a little bit, and I know it's really, really early. We're not even in 2023, and you never know what ends up happening You know, in a, in a big uh, presidential nomination, uh, but it's tough for me to, to see any of the other potential candidates taking that path there. We don't even know who's announced, um, but uh, if Trump can be disciplined, uh, then he's obviously got massive name recognition over DeSantis. He's going to be able to drive out the base in a way that we still don't know if DeSantis can. And as much success as DeSantis has had in Florida, which admittedly uh, it feels like a totally different country when you go down there from New York. Uh, it's very different doing that across 50 states versus just one of the most populous states. Couldn't agree more. Now let's take it local, move it to New York City where you live, where I just lived. I'm still in Queens. The mayor is in Greece today, Qatar tomorrow. We'll get to the little meeting with the potential meeting between the mayor and your father. But yesterday he was talking about the mentally ill. I'm going to play this for you, Andrew. I want your comments on it. Lewis, this is Eric Adams, number six, about the city basically removing the mentally ill, whether they want to or not. My administration is determined to do more to assist people with mental illness, especially those with untreated psychotic disorders who pose a risk of harm to themselves, even if they are not an imminent threat to the public.
All of these efforts are based on our core conviction that people with severe mental illness deserve care, community, and treatment in the least restrictive setting possible. So just so you know, Don Lemon and CNN are blasting Eric Adams this morning for at least um, he's kind of intimating we're going to remove the mentally ill, whether they want to or not, because it's better for them and everybody else. I agree with the mayor. What about you? I agree with the mayor, too. You know, unfortunately, what we've seen for the first year of this mayor's administration is a lot of good talk without the action. So show me the action. Uh, I don't know if Don Lemon is taking the subway into work at CNN. <laughs> it's obviously a very different time. But if you take the subway in at 6 a.m. or he'll be going in at 4 a.m. in the morning, you'll see that you do not want the mentally ill on the subway platforms. And unfortunately, that's where so many of them have lived. And especially as it's getting colder and colder over the next few months, they'll be down there day in and day out. So let's see. Let's see over the next couple of months if Eric Adams will actually back up his words with action. If Eric Adams actually took some of the actions that he said he would, I think he'd be a successful mayor through his first year. He has not, and that's why, unfortunately, the city has continued to go the wrong direction. That is fair. Year two is a lot better than year one. That is a fair criticism. So with that said, I'm trying to set this meeting up with your father and mayor, uh, because you're right what you're saying. There's no argument there. But our dear friend, our mutual friend, Curtis Sliwa, is doing everything he can to sabotage this potential peace treaty. Are you getting involved in this, or are you staying out of it? I, I am trying to stay as far away from this thing as possible. I actually tried to go to California while you guys are, uh, are, are, are meeting. Who knows where the heck you guys are going to be? So that way I could stay as far away as this is possible. Look, I, I still think this would be a really good thing if they met, if they were able to talk. Uh, Curtis pointed this out yesterday on his show at 1215, which is every day. And by the way, you're back and forth. Some of the best radio I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Thank you. Here. Two of truly the best, two future Hall of Famers in Curtis Lewa and Sid Rosenberg going back and forth about this. It's like watching Michelangelo and Da Vinci going back and forth (laughs) painting these beautiful pictures and all this stuff. Um, But I I would just say this, uh, that I I think Curtis, like so many New Yorkers, is frustrated in what they've seen. There's so many different corruption scandals coming out of the Adams administration. They've seen that he gives a very good press conference. They've seen that the media has fawned over him. And unfortunately, and Curtis sees this, obviously, considering he's so close with the founding guardian angels where he's on the subways every single day. He doesn't see it getting better, and that's the frustrating part. Uh, If Mayor Adams wants to actually make the city a better place, dust off a playbook called the Giuliani playbook that was invented in 1994 in New York City. If he does that, then he'll be a successful mayor. And guess what? All of us and our kids will live in a much better place because of it. Well said. Perfect way to end this conversation. December the 14th is a potential date for Rosenberg, Giuliani, and Adams. And we will keep you updated on those details. Andrew, you're always a great guest. I mean, not good, great, and I love you. Thank you for hopping on again this morning. Excellent appearance. We'll talk very, very soon. Yeah, I love you, too. We will make sure that we'll be pulling for our USA soccer, even though we might not know what the heck we're talking about when it comes to it. We're going we're gonna to pull like hell for them on Saturday. What do you say? I agree with you. I'll be watching a USA versus Netherlands on Saturday, Andrew. And Sunday, I'm taking Danielle and Gabe to MetLife Stadium to watch the Giants, our Giants, Andrew, take on the Washington Commanders. Big sports weekend coming up for the Rosenberg and Giuliani family. 
If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.